Bondis, who's uh, usually the most critical of Billie Eilish, what do you think? That's a new song called Lost Cause. I actually really dig that. That's, yeah. a, that's a wicked uh, wicked vibe and groove. It's almost a little jazzy, you know, but it's got a darker kind of groove to it. The voice is a little more present, too, in the, in the mix. Mm. Her voice is always present. I always felt it. It's usually, I, I always found it a little whispery and a little, like, muffly. I, I, I guess it's also because the, the mix, like, there's not as much music and synth and background noise going on. It's really, like, up front. I'm really hearing her. I'm just surprised it's going to take so long to get her new album. This is the fourth single from her new album. That's not out until the end of July on the 30th. It seems like a long time to wait. Like by the time July 30th comes around, that's two more months essentially. Mm-hmm. That most of the album could be released. Yeah, but it's you know? it's um, kind of like part and parcel now, right? With with how music is released, you're just trying to get the most legs out of every single song. So it's like, you know, you release the single of the song, and then you do a couple remixes of the same song, and then you put out the video, and you have a video premiere of that song. I don't know. I thought the new trend was you just release the whole album and surprise people. Hey, I mean, it's out, and then you know you milk the singles after the album. Sometimes, a couple people have done that for sure. But this is this is more of the old approach, right? Yeah, I mean, but it's better in terms of streaming, right? Because you're getting more people to drive oh. and listen to one song at a time because it's the a single. Time. When sometimes you can get overload with an album, and if you're not a true dedicated fan, like. I mean, I'm not a Billie Eilish fan, so I'm not going to know where to start with that album. But if I know that this is the new Billie Eilish single, I'll listen to it and give give it a try. try. Mm -hmm. But you might Mm -hmm. not listen to the whole damn album when it comes out all at once. That makes sense. Yeah. Streaming's so screwed up. It's really messing with the charts. Like, Curiosity seems to be driving songs to number one now, whereas it used to be that the song would have to be a monster hit before it hit number one. Mm -hmm. It kind of, like, I find it a bit annoying, actually, uh, how it's working and I think they're going to have to tweak the system because just because someone's curious about a song for five days that shouldn't be enough to give it the credit of being number one because I think that's a badge of honor you know you think of all the bands through the 60s 70s 80s 90s and early 2000s for them to go number one it had to be like a home run song mm-hmm. now people just have to be curious about it for five days and then it disappears I'll give you a couple examples. J. Cole, last week, had songs two and five in mm-hmm. the top five. He didn't make it to number one. Mm-hmm. This week, the song that was number two fell to number 21. Mm-hmm. So it was only there because you know his fans were just checking it out over and over again, and then it disappears, whereas you know that never used to happen. A song would never be number two and then drop into the 20s after one week of it appearing there. Yeah, that's uh, it's a little odd because it's not because because it's counting streaming, right? It's not just whereas before it used to be radio plays and sales. Yeah, yeah. Now, because you can stream a song, it's very easy for me or you to just quickly go on Spotify or whatever or yeah. YouTube, check it out and go, eh, 
it's all curiosity. right. Curiosity. Yeah. Curiosity is driving it. That's why I hated, um, when you work in the radio industry, you have these record reps who come into your building and they have meetings with the programming staff and they're like, these are really good songs. You should play them. And they try and convince you why the song's going to be so big. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the one of the metrics they use now is Shazam. So people are at a store or restaurant when you know when it's not a pandemic Mm -hmm. they hear something they're like oh what is that they shazam the song so now you can actually use that as a metric like oh this was the most shazammed song in ontario Mm -hmm. this week but what's funny is a lot of the time i'll shazam a song just because i'm like what is this fucking song it is so (laughs) annoying or whatever you know like i might be curious about like oh i bet this is some kind of can con filler and then i'll shazam it but somehow because i've shazammed it that means that i have i like the song which i don't in a lot of cases Mm -hmm. but they're using it as though i do it's same as streaming i might be like oh j cole has a new album out let me check it out I might be like, I don't know if I like it. Let me listen to it again. Nah, not feeling it. Maybe one more time. Nah. You know, I might end up walking away from a song that I don't like, but I've streamed it a few times. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to like use that as part of the, you know, the, what's feeding it to get there to be number one. Yeah, but it's all about longevity now and being able to last because people can come and everyone's going to be checking out that new Billie Eilish song. But will it stay there? Will it? Will she have more than one week? I just think that'll this, be the question. The standard has changed so much that it's unfair to the people that had to work. It's almost like a, the gold medal that you used to wear around your neck when you were the champion of being number one. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair now to the people who are getting the gold medal because now it's just sort of like, oh, I guess anyone can get one if there's enough curiosity. Well, I mean, it. if you put that into perspective, like think about those old skis people used to ski on. You put the parabolic skis on, it's way easier to come down the hill. Yeah, but you might be able to say that for a world record standpoint, but. Back then, everyone was using those skis. It wasn't like one person had parabolic and one other person had like yeah, old back wood, no-edged skis every, or Everyone was using the same bar for being successful in the music industry. Times have changed now. There was no song that debuted at number one that disappeared right after, back in the day. Yeah, like, didn't Drake just set a record for doing what he did with that EP? Like having... One, two, and three. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... And that, then the songs disappeared, vanished from the top 10. Yeah. Like, I think the number one one is still like getting a little traction. Yeah, barely though. Not that, not, it didn't, it definitely didn't stay there like it, you know, could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely taints the badge of honor of wearing the number one when it's so easily obtainable in comparison to how it was in the past. Mm hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's new Billie Eilish, new album coming out. It's pretty good though. I dig it. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, she's really excited about it. She says she's, she's really excited oh, about she's all the really songs. She's really excited. Yeah, I'm, this is me. I'm Billie Eilish, and I'm so excited about my new song. Check yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, she's a quiet talker on when she sings, isn't she? <laughs> uh, coming up on the Daily Take Two, by the way, uh, we had a pretty fun conversation on the radio oh about uh, just things that could go wrong when you're hooking up with someone that would lead you to just end the session right there. Yeah. And uh, I, at first I was shocked when I heard the stat that it was like 44% of people have just ended a session halfway through. Because something went wrong. Yeah. And then I realized like we all had that experience pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like Bundus. Mm. Uh, I mean, you'll hear it later talks about what a woman a woman said something to him that just threw off his game and he had to like just stop 
I I mean, yeah, that was that was wild. I've also I've stopped the session myself multiple times because like my dick just didn't work anymore. Yeah, yeah you're done. <laughs> or like yeah. I, I decided to do too more. drunk or too whatever. Yeah, like did more. The doing more drugs was more more important than like you know having up. sex. Yeah, and it just stopped working. And but then would, when you want to have sex. You yeah. screwed that one you up, buddy. That one up. Yeah, it's it's pretty awkward when you have to like have that conversation where it's like, you know what, babe, I don't think it's going to happen tonight. It's you don't just, have to feel awkward about that, by the way. You don't? I think no. you kind of do a little do. bit. I think yeah. uh, women, I think uh, we're sensitive to the fact that that instrument there has a brain of its own in many cases. Really? Because uh, yeah. like, uh, that's really kind of you because I've had women getting mad at me. What? Yes. Mad at you? Yeah. That's Matt. insane. Like you it's brought like, me back here. I went out of my way. Because if it's not really, gonna take an Uber home, and really you couldn't do anything. Well, I guess you could just uh, pleasure me s- somehow, some other way. No, but it's it's like <laughs> it's like like a lot of the times it'll work in the sense of like it goes up and it's you know you you have an erection, but you, because of how much you drank or how whatever drugs you've done, yes. the sensation is so dull that you can't actually reach orgasm. Oh, so they take it personally. So it's taken personally where it's like they, they can't make you feel good. You know what I mean? Right. So they they get upset and angry that like, you know, they, they think almost there's something wrong with them. They're doing something wrong. I'm not wrong. hot enough. Yeah. yeah. I'm not hot enough. What would you rather, Maura, someone who uh, orgasm in like five seconds or somebody who after 25 minutes is like, this isn't going to happen? Uh, well, if you go 25 minutes, that at least gives me a chance to orgasm. So I'll take the 25-er. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> you won't be like, oh, I was so hot that five seconds is all you can last it's, with it's me. It's happened uh, to me before where somebody's, uh, you know, only gone a short... It happens all the time. Sure. But, uh, and I usually play it as like, well, that was just me being super hot and sexy. Yeah. yeah. Take that as a compliment. And then when it doesn't happen, I'm like, oh, this must be something wrong with you, not me. <laughs> Could have been my fault. That's the right attitude. That's the have. right attitude, yeah. 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 We so, had we had people calling in too just talking about uh getting feedback mid sex. Oh yeah. That was like my, that was a great story of what oh this one guy did to try and train his new, you know, hookup mm-hmm. on what to do. Giving tips is uh it's a tough one when it comes to sex. It's so funny because in other capacities in life, you have no problem telling someone what you like. For example, if um, let's just say Deb's giving me a massage because I got like a stiff neck. Mm-hmm. I'd have no problem being like, oh, lower. Oh, yeah. Harder there. Harder there. Whatever. But when you're with someone new, it's 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 for some reason, it's like uh, it could be taken the wrong way. I have a lot of trouble giving people feedback. If I'm on a massage table, I need to wait for them to ask me how the pressure is before I say, can you push harder? Uh, you know, I have a lot of, even like being a, a bar owner, like I have trouble giving feedback to our staff sometimes when I see something that I want done differently. It's an art to give people feedback. Well, it's it's like a, it's a personality trait, right? Whether you, how much uh, like non-confrontational you are. Yeah. Some mm. people are, have are are naturally more skilled at that or don't mind conflict as much as other people yeah it's a skill i think you you can be you can learn a bit better you can learn to be a better person at uh, giving feedback but yeah when it comes to sex it oftentimes is taken the wrong way i'm pretty good with feedback i haven't received much feedback we were talking about this before the podcast like has anyone got feedback before and i was like no i haven't but then i remembered i think this was the second guy i ever hooked up with 
in my life in university first year, Terrell, his name. Yeah. And Terrell, I didn't know this until the end of first year, but he ended up working his way around the entire floor of ladies, I guess. Mm -hmm. He's very suave, very sexy. And he told me when we had finished hooking up that um, it wouldn't be a bad idea to trim down there. Oh, yeah? He said, you don't have to take it all off. Just a little trim. <laughs> did you appreciate that? Or you- I actually did. Because yeah. keep in mind, this is like 19-year-old Mora, second person I've ever hooked up with. I had no idea that, that I didn't watch porn. I didn't know what women look like down there. So I did. And just the way he said it, I was like, oh, okay. He was, he said it in such a way that it was not like, it wasn't during the sex. He he went down on me too. It wasn't during that. It was later. It wasn't like, whoa, (laughs) it's a lot to get through here. It was, everything was laced in compliments. He was so complimentary the whole time, you know? It was just like, I think it was laced in comments and bookmarked at the beginning and the end. Yeah, it's too bad. It is uh, difficult sometimes to have those conversations. Like, I wish when I was first hooking up with, like, my very first girlfriend that she would have been able to just be like, stop doing it that way. That way. way. <laughs> just be I'm more never, gentle. I'm never going to orgasm if you basically Squeeze. ram your finger in and out of my vagina over and over again. Oh, my you know, God. Like, early hand jobs. Early hand jobs. Are, the worst. And I wish I had the courage to be like, whoa, you can't grab it that hard. It oh starts God. to hurt. Yeah. You go beyond pleasure, and now it's just pain, and I'm not into that. But I never did. Never said anything. She want to break her heart, and she's she, trying damn well yeah, hard. She had massive hands too, <laughs> big hands as big as mine almost, and she could crush me. And I would just be like, I wish I just could have been like, oh, you know what? It's so much better if you just go lighter. This is so hot and, and wish, sexy. Yeah. Can you touch it super softly? Yeah. And I wish she had the courage to say, you know what? That's great and everything, but you gotta like work up here. Don't mm-hmm. worry about like. It's not a race to see how quickly you could get your finger in and out of me. <laughs> Oh my God, Tucker, you're not alone. Oh yeah. Every guy makes that mistake. Well, because you're never taught, right? And then you eventually, uh, for me, I ended up basically fluking into figuring that out. Yeah, you told us this story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she basically was on top of my hand one day. Right. And then it worked out. And And then then I started, and then the pieces of the puzzle started coming together. They never fully came together (laughs) in that uh, relationship, but Mm -hmm. started getting some clues. Mm Mm-hmm. And it, it would have been great if uh, if I she had the Terrell conversation with me, you know? <sighs> Such a great guy. You're great and everything. I love being with you. But you know what would be a slightly better is if you did this <laughs> instead? <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, Bundes, were you, did, did, you must have made those mistakes at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody does. It's a, it's a whole process of learning, right? Like a rite of passage, eh? Yeah. Um, it just sucks when you're, because I was a late bloomer, it sucks when you're making those mistakes when you're 17. You know, like you want to make them when you're a little younger. Nah, nah. Uh, normal. I, think, I think anytime, kind of like, I think everybody's experimenting in high school. I don't think you've got it all figured out, whether you're, you're 14, 15, 16, 17, it doesn't matter, right? Um, and I don't think I really figured it out until I was probably around 17 or 18 myself. Like I, I, I started a little bit earlier, but I don't think I really ever got it. Like, cause it's practice makes perfect. Right. Mm. Yes. And, and also more having more than one partner would allow you to kind of put the pieces together faster because you would see, 
you know, you might think that oh, th- this works for this one person, and then if you get to the second person and you're trying the same thing, all of a sudden it doesn't work that way. You know, yeah. that realization is tough, eh? When you finally realize yeah. that, you're like, you figure it's like golf. You know, you tweak something, you're like, ah, I figured it out, I got it, and then you go and you play again, and then you're like, wait no, a second, this isn't working anymore. Yeah. My game's gone again. That sucks when you, for a guy, and I'm sure for women too. It's like you, you just as you get a handle of things. Someone comes along and they work a little differently. Yes. That thing that worked for Jen doesn't work for Pat or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's never, I, I mean, I think it's never ending. You can constantly be learning and trying different things. And every time you meet somebody new, you're going to have a different rhythm with that person. Yes. So um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't beat yourself up over that, man. I think. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't really care. I just wish it, uh, you know. You just wanted to be uh, Rico Suave every single time. I just want the people that I'm with to have a good time. I'm conscientious of that. Of course, but, you know, when you're 17, please. Yeah. It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, it could have happened quicker <laughs> if we had open conversation. That's true. It's never as easy as you think it is, right? No. Well, I'm um, telling you, you're not going to be disappointed with the Daily Take Two because people had some really funny stories. Of yes, they did. What happened that caused them to just stop mid-sesh? That's coming up next. I was wrong. You were nothing but a lost cause. And this ain't nothing like it once was. I know you think you're such an outlaw. But you got no job. You ain't nothing but a lost cause. And this ain't nothing like it once was. I know you think you're such an outlaw. But you got no doubt I used to think you were shy But maybe you just had nothing on your mind Maybe you were thinking about your 50% of us say our current partner that we're with right now Is the worst sex we've ever had 50%? 50% of people are like, this is the worst I've had, but uh, I'm going to be here anyway. Now, it's not really clear if it started off super hot and then just the relationship maybe got oh, stale. Yeah. Maybe the excitement wore off a little bit. It's not clear. Can I ask you both a question? Because you guys have had um, more experience than I have had. That's for sure. Most people have. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> with all of your partners, and we know there have been a lot of them. With all the partners, and I know you guys can't even remember the number of partners you've had. Can you remember the best you have had? And I'm not saying that you have to say it wasn't the person you're with now. It could be. I don't want you to answer that part of it. But can you remember one person who was the best among all of them? It's distinct in my memory. It's yeah, distinct. There's one like person, one person? who stands above everybody else, and it could be the person you're with now. There are, uh, I would, yeah, for sure, for sure. For sure. For sure. One person. Yes. <laughs> the Michael Jordan <laughs> of sex partners. The Michael Jordan. <laughs> I, I, for me, I mean, everything is better in, in the past than it is in the now. Because it's your in your mind, and your mind has the the ability to like fabricate little things that probably didn't happen oh the way. Oh my god! You, yes, you know, yes. Forty four percent of us 
have even stopped in the middle of an encounter because we were like, okay, you know what? Oh, really? Forty-four <laughs> percent of us Sorry. have stopped Done. in the middle of I'm an encounter. <laughs> I, I did that once. Yeah. yeah? yeah. I don't even know if it's appropriate to tell the story right Probably now. Probably not. If you're, if, if if you're hesitating, hesitating, then I can guarantee it's not appropriate. But Did they know it was bad? She, like, stopped as, as it was happening to tell me something. <laughs> I have to tell you, I'm actually I'm your, your sister! sister! <laughs> what could she have said? I was just on Ancestry.com. <laughs> we are 11th Cousins. <laughs> Oh Actually, we God. know that wouldn't stop you. Yeah, that, that, that would have been, been better. That <laughs> she kind of stopped and she said, don't kiss me. I have a cold sore. But like, you can do whatever else. And I, yeah. as soon as she said that, I was like, I don't know what that cold sore is. And like, it kills my vibe. Vibe crush, vibe crush. I mean, I think actually that's the right thing to do in it, that scenario. Whether it's like, cold sores can be contagious no yeah. matter what yeah. is causing them. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, I'm going to go back to another question for you guys. Okay. <laughs> With all the partners you've had, can you remember who the worst was? Mm-hmm. Can you yeah, remember well, the I, th- worst? I would remember leaving an encounter where you're like, oh, God, I just got to get out of this. And yeah. it was performance based. So, me. police lineup, you got eight ex lovers. You're like, that one, <laughs> that 100%, 100%. Right there. Yeah. 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 Bundes? Oh. Uh, there was one that like kissed like a fish, like like a dead fish. <laughs> dead fish? How do you yeah. kiss like a dead fish? You just <laughs> cold. Like, there's, no, there's no movement at all. Just like, cold and wet. <laughs> yeah. It's just. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, a third of us have fallen asleep during sex. (laughs) How bad does it have to be that you pass out? It's Tucker Amora. Carrie's got a story that involves uh, having to stop a session. Mm -hmm. What did you say the percentage was? 44% of us have stopped in the middle of a sexual encounter because it just was not going well at all. Carrie... Carrie, you're I mean, one of them. I'm like, I'm a believer in like even bad sex is sex. You know what I mean? Like to have things stop. Like what could possibly go down that would cause you to, to just want to put the brakes on it? Yeah. So I've been with this guy a couple of times before. He had his one style that he liked, um, and uh, so we were doing a certain move that he liked and I wasn't doing it right apparently uh oh so he stopped me mid session <laughs> to get on let's say into his own position that he wanted me to, to do for him oh so, so he, he demonstrated demonstrated it how far <laughs> off were you <laughs> that he had to <laughs> demonstrate well apparently I wasn't arching Properly. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> so I literally stopped it myself when he was showing me what I should be doing and went, uh, you need to leave. <laughs> he literally said, no, 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 no. Yeah. And then he demonstrated yes. the position in which you yes. were supposed uh, to be. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. And then was he kind of, did he think you were being serious when you asked him to leave? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he knew? He knew to come oh, yeah. gather his things? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, this isn't happening. Can I ask you a question, though? Like, yeah. let's just say this was a guy you were into. What would have been the way he could have brought that up in a better way? Or is there even a better way to give a tip? Like, if he had said to you, 
Oh, I love when you arch your back this yes. way or something. Better. Yes. Yeah, no demonstrating. No demonstrating. Yeah. Certain people, like if my if my wife told me a tip, I would love it. I'd be like, yeah. anything she can tell me that yeah. would help her enjoy the experience more, 100% yeah. I'm on board Communication with Communication is key. I, yeah. But like that, my wife doesn't love tips. I can tell yeah, you that. Like yeah, if I say, yeah. you know, and I would never t- give her a tip like usually during... <laughs> A session, but if we were having a conversation about stuff and be like, oh, you know, it's awesome. Like, I kind of think she likes to just. Well, there's yeah. there's a certain tone you have to have when you're giving people feedback, especially when you want it done a different way, right? And this 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 was like uh, we'd only been together a couple of times, so this should have been a hot thing, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So just wrong. And actually, I wasn't really into him, so maybe that's it. He did aerobics, so that was a turn off for me too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just, I just love, I just love that he stopped things and then got and did his own little yes. like. This is, yes. this is how you do yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's an aerobics thing though, because I he's probably so. used to showing people form, right? Maybe. <laughs> you know, all aerobics instructors are very used to coming over and correcting form. Yeah. You were so right. I think that was exactly it. When yes. he, when he demonstrated. How he wanted you to be positioned. Yes. Did he look better in that? Did it like when he when he did the arch? Was it a hotter look? Like for were him? you like, oh, that is kind That's of interesting feedback. Good point. No, 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 no. Total turn off. Yes. So interesting. <laughs> Carrie, thank you so much for being open and enough You're to welcome. share your experience. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. I love you. Have a great day. Love you. I love you guys. It's Tucker and Morris, so what could possibly happen that would stop you mid-session, cause you to just, like, remove yourself from this situation? you got to walk away from that one. 44% of us have done that. 44% of people have stopped mid-session. Yes. So, what could go wrong? We're about to find out. Christy, what happened to you? It was actually someone I, I worked with, and we were, you know, having fun, middle of everything, and he started talking, like, a baby to me in a baby voice. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, yeah, like how you would like he would be. He's like, oh, you you like it? You like it like that? And like, I don't know how to do baby voice. I have a baby, but I don't talk in a baby. Do you voice. like it like that? <laughs> yeah, like an Adam Sandler ish kind of thing. Yeah, kind of like that. And it was it was so awkward that like. I just like, I was like, oh, okay, no. And then I just like got dressed and I was like, I have to go. And I left. <gasps> yes, it ruined it. Do you it think did. he, it was do really, you think really he awkward. understood what happened there? I don't know. Um, I mean, we stayed friends after and everything was fine. Like we worked together and we were good, but it just was never spoke of again. Like my fear with hooking up from with someone at work would be like somebody bringing up work stuff. Like, oh, uh, by the way, did you get those TPS reports in on time? <laughs> uh, and, you know, throwing off the mood that way. I honestly would have rathered that. Yeah, I bet. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks. Phil, what happened? So I had this one night uh, years ago. We were downtown. We were at a bar. And I ended up meeting this girl. We kind of hit it off and stayed late. And she decided she wanted me to go back to her place. So I was like, all right, let's go. And we were talking. And one thing led to another. And she's a little crazy in the middle of it. Like, she kind of grabbed my hand and put it on her throat. Oh, and, yeah. and it was one of those like I don't 
I don't know you long enough to be taking the risk of... Yeah. You know, so I kind of went along with it a little bit, and it was, like, light and gentle, and then she started, like, squeeze harder, and then it got to, like, the slap me, and I was like, all right. <laughs> that was enough, and so you stopped. Oh, yeah. Tonight ends, because I don't know you, and I don't know who's going to be knocking on my door in the morning saying that, you know... You met this girl in a bar. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could understand if we had been married for five, six years and you have a discussion and you lead up to it. But in the heat of the moment, that was that was the cutoff. It was just like, yeah, I'm not comfortable with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, we've yeah. talked about that, too. Bundes has uh, had that experience where he was uncomfortable because a woman wanted him to choke her. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, like, very I, scary. To each, to each their own. And if you're both good with it and you've known each other long enough, cool. Mm-hmm. Definitely not a one-night stand first date. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. B- BDSM <laughs> is a gradual thing, right? Yeah, like in my head at the moment, like I was in the moment and then all of a sudden I started picturing like police life. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, right, I like her, but I don't like her that much. No. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. All right, guys. Have a good day. It's Tucker Amora. Over 44% of people have stopped mid-session because of something that happened in a hookup. Mm-hmm. What could possibly happen that would stop you mid-session? Uh, we've been getting a bunch of calls this morning. Uh, Jen, what happened to you? So, it definitely wasn't one of my worst experiences, but it was definitely the funniest. <laughs> so, one of my friends and I had, like, a drunken night at the bar, and it was super fun, and we went back to my place. And we started doing the deed, and let's just say he lost his stamina halfway through. Okay. I was like, oh, that's fine. And I just rolled over and went to sleep. Like, I couldn't care less. Right. (laughs) So then in the morning, I woke up, and I go to my kitchen, and he had cleaned everything from ceiling to floor. He did all my dishes, <laughs> and he left a note saying, sorry about last night. I hope this makes up for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I kind of loved that. And then from then on, me and my friends would always joke when we picked someone up. It was doing the dishes. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, yeah. No, we're, we're just going back home to do some dishes. That's so funny. So he just wanted to do you a solid and clean up your kitchen. I, I get that yeah. though, you know. Like I, I in in the past have let I felt like I let a woman down, and you want a second chance or you want to do something to redeem yourself, you know. Mm. So I get doing the dishes or cleaning your house, like not wanting to stick around. You just want to get out of there because it's the shame. No, he did a great job. I, you know, I'd hire him to clean for me. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is have half a session with him, and then uh, apparently that's enough. Then we're good to go. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Uh, what's going on, Vivian? What happened? So, met this guy. We went out maybe twice, and then this is our first time hooking up. Going well. Like really well, and then it's getting to the good part, and then all of a sudden the guy starts to say, "I love you, I love you, I want to get you pregnant." What? Oh! <laughs> oh and I, of course, I'm like, I'm like, what did you say? He's like, "I love you, I love you," and I'm like, "Uh, huh?" It, it freaked me the hell out. Oh my god, I'm almost speechless thinking about that. He said, "I want to get you pregnant." I want to get you pregnant. This is the first time you guys were ever together. Yep, first time hooking up. It was really pretty freaky. I just, I, I, I kind of like pushed him off of me, 
Although he was still trying to get into it, it sucked because it was going really well. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good tip for other people out there. <laughs> Save that comment for down the road. Yeah. When you guys both decide you want to have a baby <laughs> would probably be the first step in dropping that bomb in a session. Who done that on a first time? Yeah. So what did you like? What did you say to him as you got up? I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, yeah, no. N- not right now. Yeah, I was freaked out. I was pretty much speechless. I didn't know what to say. So I kind of just, I'm just going to leave. Maybe he thought it would impress you that he was so open and honest and he loved you so much. But it, yeah, it could come across as creepy. Who decides that on the first time? I right. almost think that like one of his buddies put him up to it. And it's like, you know what women love is when you talk about <laughs> commitment right out of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, make sure you tell her how much you love her and how you, you're there for the full long haul. <laughs> it just smells of desperation, doesn't it? Oh, my it? God. Vivian, thank you. <laughs> you guys have a wonderful day. Well, we've heard of some interesting locations to get vaxxed. And a new location in Toronto has just been mentioned in the top most interesting sites around the world to get the jab, guys. But before we get to the new cool spot in Toronto to get the vax, here's some other cool locations around the world that people have been getting vaccinated in. Are you ready for those? Yeah. Dracula's Castle. We've talked about this in Romania. Uh, those who get the jab at the castle also get a special certificate and an invitation to visit the castle again, valid for the next 100 years. So you could show Whoa. up in 99 years and present that coupon and they have got to redeem it. Uh, UK cathedrals have been a really popular site that work amazing as vaccination centers, in part because it's really easy to find these huge cathedrals, plenty of parking, uh, mm-hmm. and big enough to provide social distancing. And of course, they have those massive, gorgeous, vaulted ceilings. Yeah, It's yeah. really like a cool idea to do them in a big, beautiful cathedral. Did you see uh, West Virginia? As an incentive to get people vaccinated, they're going to give them free guns. Shut up. No, you're lying. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what kind USA! of a gun? <laughs> BB gun? No, <laughs> like real a real... guns. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to like play out in terms of, uh, do they do a background check before <laughs> they just give everybody a free gun? Um, you, you would have to. You, yeah. you cannot... Be serious. No, I'm 100% serious. (laughs) Really? Yeah, West Virginia. Uh, Disneyland in California. They used the parking lot there to vaccinate a bunch of people before they reopened. Brazil set up vaccinations under Christ the Redeemer, the statue that overlooks Rio de Janeiro. And now Toronto. Are you ready for this? This one might take the cup. You can now get vaccinated at a Toronto strip club! (laughs) Yeah! Yes! The marquee at Zanzibar usually says exotic dancers. Yeah, oh my God, Zanzibar. Maybe the worst strip club ever. Well, you know, I've been reading an article and the owners seem super cool and they were like, we are so happy to be a part of this. So they are setting up a vaccination clinic this Friday, open to anyone who wants to show up. It's going to be one hell of a sexy line, I would assume.
vaccination clinic. And this won't be the first time we saw a little prick in this building. All right. I've never been to Zanzibar, to be honest. Uh, Zanzibar is closer to Young and Dundas. So you've been to Zanzibar? Uh, once, and it was a very quick visit. <laughs> you were like, what am I doing in here? Bunnis yeah. had his own favorite places that were north of the 401. We knew girls everywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look at this. Mr. Bundes is back. <laughs> Haven't seen you since, oh, like four hours ago. Welcome back. <laughs> Never walked into a strip club where someone working there knew who I was. Hey, it's Tucker. <laughs> hey, good to see you again. <laughs> Tucker and Mora, uh, it was Mora's five-year-old daughter's birthday yesterday. Yeah. Wow, she turned five. We uh, we got her some of those balloons, you know, with the big like number that you are. Like we had the big number five. Yeah, man, what is it about balloons and like three to five year olds? Like she's obsessed with balloons. I did, I wouldn't have had to even get her any other gift but balloons. But the five ended up being released into the sky, and in a moment of desperation, she kind of wailed out, "It's gone!" And I told her. That it's actually good luck that that happens, that you lose that. Is that balloon. a lie? That yeah, a lie? that's a lie. Okay, that's, well, that's a good lie. one. <laughs> I said, oh, that's a good thing. It's good luck on your birthday when the number flies up into the sky and it lets everyone know that today is your fifth birthday. She is at the age though where some kids uh, break her heart. You know, there was a park there, so she was playing, and there were other kids there, and she was telling all the other children that it was her birthday, and some. <laughs> jerk kid said no one cares to her. <laughs> and she came up to me and she said uh, he said no one cares i'm like well first of all he's wrong because everyone cares and second of all he's a jerk and so don't play with him uh, no one cares but there's, cer- there's a certain age hey kid, no one cares about your stupid birthday get out of here yeah, kids are cruel. What is that up that with expression that? didn't come from just thin air. Kids are cruel. No they, one cares. Well, that's what he felt in that moment. That's the problem is kids will just say whatever's on their mind. And at that point, this guy's like, no one cares. But there's something actually really awesome about that because because they're brutally honest. You know, like nobody cares that it's my birthday unless you're my parents or my close friends, right? So mm-hmm. if I'm going around saying it's my birthday, everybody at the subway is going to be like, dude, shut up. Nobody cares, right? Yeah, what's in it for me is yeah. what uh, if the kid's not getting cake or uh, yeah. getting so he, to be a part of the fun? Of course he doesn't care. The difference is as an adult, you learn that you have to put a filter on if you want to succeed in life, right? You have to appease uh-huh. people and lie mm-hmm. to people. Kids don't do that. They're mm-hmm. just They're just telling you what they think. Yeah. Like I would say as we were leaving the beach area, she had all the other balloons stuffed in the back seat with her. So a lot of people, adults, as we rolled by, could tell it was her birthday and were yelling happy birthday. And I was really touched by that. Like many people went out of their way to like say, oh, happy birthday, like a bunch of different people. Yeah. And you know, the truth is they probably didn't care. No. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They probably didn't. they know what to do. But you know what? That was really sweet (laughs) that they took the time to do that yeah well it's like when you're at a restaurant and they sing happy birthday and you clap you don't really care I kind (laughs) of it's kind of nice it's kind of nice and you oh there's a birthday over there but imagine you said that you're like who cares (laughs) 
<laughs> no one cares. Can you send my server that just got like corralled around your table back over to my table so I can get my food? No one cares. No one cares. What is wrong let's with get, that kid? Let's have the staff get back to work as soon as possible, please. No one cares it's your birthday. The whole it, restaurant just had to stop so they could all gather and sing to you. No one cares. Come like, on, Vanessa, Pete. We're going to go sing happy birthday to somebody in the corner. If, As a parent, if you heard your child say that to a smaller kid, would you school them? Would you be like, hey, be nice to the little kids? <laughs> yeah, yeah. After I stopped laughing, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. No one cares. I would, yeah, I would try and step in and fix the situation. <laughs> but yeah, inside, I would probably be laughing. <laughs> because I know in that situation, I wouldn't care either. Yeah, well, we had a pinata, and you know what? That kid was not invited to come catch some of the candy well, that was falling out of the pinata. You could have made that kid care if you invited him to be a part of the pinata. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Happy birthday, Harvest. Thanks, guys. Um, Thanks for caring. I don't really care. <laughs> I know. I know. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.